0: Hey, everyone. Seth Weiner here, your rockshiner. Welcome back to Coffee Connections. And, I mean, I always start and I tell you the weather. I don't know whether or not it's going to be good or bad. But today it's good. It's gorgeous uh, here in Atlanta. But we've got Atlanta and California on the line today. So we've got two gorgeous weather situations. Uh, as a reminder, you can catch all Coffee Connections at coffeeconnections.live. Happy St. Patty's Day. Yes, can't get pinched today, folks. Uh, and uh, you can also go to our YouTube and see all of our past episodes. Um, and why don't we jump into what we got cooking today? Let me tell you, today is a sparkle because it's jewels with a Purpose. We're changing, <clears throat> not changing, we're taking a little step to the side of our regular programming and bringing in uh, a vendor that works with nonprofits. So this is jewels with a Purpose. When they help organizations provide uh, by providing risk-free packages for their auctions, be it online or live auctions or in person or just auctions in general. Now they've designed and perfected an exclusive collection of handbags and jewelry, uh, crafted in 925 sterling silver and specifically packaged for fundraising events. As you saw that on the uh, intro reel there, um, and again you could use this uh, for your silent or live auctions and and. What I love is their jewelry pool and their generosity tree. They offer this, uh, it's really a turnkey solution, uh, and I'm going to let them tell you more about that. But joining us is Victoria Rossetti. She is our regional director here in uh, Atlanta, and Elisa Freeman, who's the founder and designer. So let me uh, welcome them here to the show and bring everyone together. Uh, right about, there we go. Hello.
1: Hi. Hi, Seth. Thank you so much for having us on your show. How exciting. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And uh, before I begin, I got to ask, do you all drink coffee?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And thankful and blessed for coffee every morning <laughs> and during the day.
0: <laughs> and What about you, Victoria? Whoop, I oh, believe. Yes. Whoop, let me unmute you. You're good. There. Say that again.
2: Uh, life is good. It's my optimistic mug.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, what kind of coffee are you, are you putting in there? Are you uh, homebrewing it? Are you going dark, light rose? What's the deal?
1: If you ask me, I have a very expensive machine because I am a coffee snob. The only thing that I'm snob at is my Ili coffee, lavazza and it comes straight from Italy. It's the only thing I really, really care about <laughs> when I wake up.
0: And did you drink it black or are you uh, are you putting cream no, in no, it?
1: I don't know. I put all the mm-hmm, healthy sugar and cream. All right,
0: (laughs) Victoria. What about you?
1: I I like
2: Cuban coffee, but I am particular about my coffee. I'm uh, not a Starbucks drinker. It's a little too bitter. So, but I like mine sweet and blonde. Every morning, I have to have it. Make set it the night before, and when the little bell goes off, I hear it. I get so excited.
0: (laughs) And and as we look into the summer and to the spring and the hot weather coming, and now you said uh, that it's hot in California already. Are you moving to iced coffee, or is it? uh, Yes, yes, we love
1: iced coffee. We love ice coffee I do a macchiato and then I put it over ice.
0: All right. Delicious. Well, let's uh I'm going to go ahead and hand the mic over to you all. Let everyone know, Jules with a purpose. What are we talking about?
1: Ah, what an incredible ride set. Uh we started in 2005 and I am so grateful because who would have thought <laughs> me um I'm from Romania, I still believe, sometimes I feel like a little girl that was born in a small village. Um, My father was a priest, my mom was um, the teacher in the community, uh, in the school. And uh, my dream was to come to America one day. So by the age of 22, I made it. And um, I worked in the fashion world in Europe. So I am grateful to have um, uh, kept those connections. to work with uh, them over the years. And when I came here, I realized that I'm gonna make a path where no matter what I was gonna do as a job or or business, I wanted to have a giving back aspect to it. So I formed Jules with the Purpose in 2005 and uh, with the mission of generosity, philanthropy, and compassion. Um, And um, (laughs) we uh, grew from one small nonprofit to over a thousand that are following us, utilizing our product every year. And um, it's wonderful because what we created is very different than what you expect in the fashion world or jewelry um, uh, industry. We uh, do not retail any of our products. Instead, we uh, manufacture it directly. I'm the designer and we pass all that um, middleman commissions and profits onto the nonprofit organizations. And they love it because um, they can raise significant funds. Um, so the way that we structure is, we um, provide uh, no, risk pack- uh, no risk packages to the nonprofit um, organizations to use in their Um, annual galas or fundraising events or benefits, luncheons, you name it, um, as a silent auction or a jewelry pool. Um, And this way, uh, having it um, at a uh, very low cost from us, they can market up quite a bit and raise significant funds for their um, cause or school. So uh, I'm glad that you mentioned the generosity tree because it's trending and it's become something very unique and desirable. We offer these um, grab bags. They have uh, generosity, philanthropy, compassion, the butterfly, which is so popular today because of the times that we live in. Uh, We offer these um, and it has a small box inside which includes a jewelry piece. It could be earrings, bracelets, or a necklace worth two to $400. It's a fine jewelry piece uh, with precious metals and um, they get it for $50 and they can sell it for $100 each. So we have demand all over the place. I think that we'll be supporting over 700 events this year. So we ship this all over the United States and um, they sell really well at their fundraising events, raising money for the um, cause.
0: All right, outstanding. Now definitely have a bunch of questions. Um, (laughs) You you said, uh, I'm curious though, when you first started, what what state, where did you start and what organization did you start with?
1: Um, I was in Atlanta when I came to the States and uh, I just moved to San Diego eight years ago. Um, I was fortunate to um, be part of the nonprofit uh, community because I always wanted to support. Um, I met some wonderful people and when I started my company, they wanted to promote me because they realized that what I was doing was unique. and. Um, uh, they uh, they just loved my energy, my heart, and they wanted to tell the next organization. So we started um, um, growing very organically from one event to the next. And uh, in 2014, I wanted to move to the West Coast because of the weather. And uh, it was just a dream of mine. So I was very fortunate to meet Victoria um, a year before. And she expressed an interest in um, taking over because I felt uh, that I, um, I, I, I could not leave all of those organizations um, that I built and collaborated with in Atlanta. I would have had to travel a lot. So Victoria expressed an interest to service them and she's done an amazing job. I am so grateful for her. She is incredible, the community loves her, and she built a tremendous uh, following and business in um, on the East Coast.
0: And Victoria, can you talk a little bit about, um, how, for, an, for
2: a nonprofit organization,
0: how, how much the, can they raise doing something like this? What are the variables there, and what is the process?
2: You know, I think it varies too, from East Coast to West Coast, but um, we've seen, we've seen them obviously uh, raise more money in the years we've been doing this. I mean, every year we come back, um, they they want to optimize more. They were like, okay, it was really successful with six um, sets of silent auction items. This year we want 12 or we want yes. the jewelry pool. Let's do, we wanted 20 bags. Let's do a hundred this time, bring enough because it's become such a popular way for them to raise funds and they, they know these numbers. I mean, with mobile bidding, it's easy to capture those numbers. But um, when I met Aliza, uh, well, gosh, it's been 10 years ago now. <laughs> um, so I left corporate America, a little bit about me. Um, I left corporate America after 28 years. And um, I basically retired and wanted to recreate myself. And I loved giving back. Um, it's just, it was just a great feeling and i met elise at a charity event and as she mentioned um, i was very intrigued by what she had in mind she had this great business idea um like she said it was organic and she said what do you think about this and if i leave are you interested if i leave atlanta are you interested and it it really has been a great for both of us and it's really been a heartfelt um, growth for both of us so i think because our heart is so deep in, we're very emotionally attached. Um, Not gonna lie, when we work with these organizations, some of them we've been working for for eight years plus, um, we're attached to them. Um, We've seen a lot of people come and go in the organizations, but we remain uh, consistent. And so you'll find people on the boards or the chairs will move on, but they see our imprint somewhere in the financials and they'll call us up and say, listen, we have see this, what did you do? And particularly there's a gap between 2019 or 20 and now, and you'll see a lot. There's a lot of change in these organizations and we've been able to establish how much money we've raised. So it could be to answer your question, Seth, we could raise anywhere from several thousand to thousands, Um, you know, you could do 10, 12,000. I know Lisa's got some that, you know, maybe in Atlanta, depending on, again, the attendees and I'm seeing it come back now in terms of amounts because we can't really use our gap um, mm-hmm. is an example, but we, you know, in Atlanta I'm seeing four and $5,000 net raised for an organization. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of money for something they didn't spend any money on.
1: It right, cost them you. nothing
2: to have me there right. and, but a table. And mm-hmm. everything else just goes by on itself. We handle everything. So it's right. hands off for them. And as you mentioned, turnkey and, Pure, not net profit.
1: Right, right. We, we about, do provide okay. everything from uh, descriptions, images. Today's uh, world, everybody has an online auction. So we make it super simple. They just copy and paste and then we show up at the event to set up or mm-hmm. ship all over the United States and ready to go. It's now, so convenient.
0: With, with uh, online auctions, I imagine the numbers are probably a little down on that because it's Harder to—it's a harder sell for jewelry online than in person. Is that right or no?
1: I was surprised, to be honest, Seth, because uh, when COVID started, I had no idea. Because jewelry, you know, you have to see it, touch it. Uh, great lighting mm-hmm. sells it, but I had no idea. I just um, optimized the photos, and then I was surprised that they were selling. So I would say that the about fifty-fifty, fifty percent, and it was uh, amazing. Um, So what we uh, implemented immediately is shipping for free directly to the winners and we still keep that, which is very appealing to them because the organization's is like dropship. So yeah, we'll put a picture, description and if you dropship it and we take one step further, I write a note uh, of gratitude to every winner, thanking them for supporting that organization and everything is like just first class.
0: you get asked all the time when a nonprofit says, well, this is great. I'd love to offer jewelry. We don't have a jeweler uh, that's donating, any, donating anything. And this seems like a really good idea. However, is this going to affect my other revenue? Is this going to take away? Because I have a cost that's going to come to have to, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to make money, but if I raise $4,000 of which I maybe get a percentage of. So when you say 4,000, that's the revenue, but it probably brought in, sorry, that was the the net, but there still is a cost. So maybe it brought in 8,000 or whatever, you know, the, the numbers work. I don't know your um, your model there, but I'm just curious though, when a nonprofit, how do you, how do you address that? And the, again, the question being, will this take away from my other revenue stream?
1: Do you want to answer that Victoria or should I? Go ahead. <laughs> it's a simple one. I, I run into this all the time. Maybe a high end jeweler is so gracious to um, offer a high-end piece, but keep in mind, we, um, we are very mindful of people's budgets. Maybe that piece can be done on by one person at the event or maybe three people, right? So what do we do about the 99% of the people that still come to the event, they still have a budget and they want to support. And this one percentage of people that, guests that come to events set and you know that, They want something in return. They want to give a donation, but they'd like to go home with something to remind them of um, supporting that evening. So, this is what we created. We are mindful of every budget. We offer items uh, starting at $75 to $200, which is, it it includes everyone. We're very inclusive, mindful, and it does not take away from that big piece that was donated. It only complements what they already have. And if if um, organizations get a chance to go to our website and see the way we display and the packaging, they're going to be blown away because what we see across the countries is just comments that we get all the time. Feedback is incredible. They elevate uh, the um, feel of the entire auction because you know. It's hard to put together these baskets. I don't know what they're going to end up looking like. But what we do is just bring incredible look and feel and makes everything amazing. And when we choose to do the generosity trick, that becomes the spotlight. People come into the event and they say, wow, what's that? <laughs> and they just, it's like a magnet um, driving them. They use uh, even a setup as a jewelry pool if they don't want to do the tree. We want to make everything simple, but not only to raise significant funds. We're we're not even planners, but we sure love to make their auctions stand out and just spice it up a bit from the last year to this year so that guests are excited to come back next year.
0: You, You know, if you're working with the same NPO, Uh, Often, sometimes, you know, it's the same people going to support different organizations. Mm -hmm. How do you keep it fresh every year?
1: Oh, we design uh, new collections uh, every season, two, three times a year. We have brand new designs, uh, packaging. We continuously improve um, ideas, the way to set up. We we we, never stop. Um, improving our line, our look, uh, what we offer. We just um, created a whole new collection of handbags and clutches with a gorgeous um, Swarovski crystal butterfly, which is the message of courage, freedom, and hope. And there's a story attached. And this is a brand new idea and uh, people love it. Um, It's the story of the butterfly. And um, it um, hits home with a lot of uh, causes that we support, and it's very trendy right now. So Seth, we're a lot never of never people... short of
2: oh. <laughs> ideas. People come in and ask. They're like, "We hope that we're we were so glad you're here. We missed it last year, or we heard about mm-hmm. you, and we're so glad you're here." And they get so excited. And then you find all these people coming over to our generosity tree, and they all <laughs> want pictures made in front of it. It's just so yes, beautiful yes, it's such a beautiful yes. addition to the, the environment and i don't think it takes away they you know and your to answer your question does it take away from other items i think people still are going to bid on those items but what it adds right. is value to the auction committee because so many of them are working so hard to collect items and they do see the same things every year and they're like oh I, another gift certificate mm-hmm. oh another mm-hmm. you know another you know, bottle of, of wine. Well, we've all been on that so many times every year, but wow, now I'm, even mm-hmm. men come over and they please, can you help me find something for my wife? Or she was looking at that, what was she looking at? I'm gonna bid on it. And, you know, they want their sports memorabilia and their celebrity memorabilia, but there's not, there was nothing for women. I think Elisa's oh, idea gen- was originated from the fact that auctions were um, void of anything for women and one piece of jewelry and like she mentioned there's maybe one or two bids on it so there was just this huge gap and it was missing Mm -hmm. and she filled that gap with this um concept but um i think what's really important is to keep in mind that we can sell items more than once so for example if three people want the same necklace you're not leaving money on the table so for example if the highest bid is two thousand well, what happened to the bidder that's 100, one hundred one thousand nine hundred and the one that's one thousand eight hundred right uh, they, they left the room but not with mm-hmm. us we can sell it mm-hmm. two more times and so yes, we'll exactly. generally suggest to the organization um do you want us to bring more than one because we can offer it and everybody mm-hmm. leaves happy because you'll see these people starting to really particularly with paper bidding you would see them stand there and and, and hover and get really upset if they didn't win. And we've, we've solved that problem. So you're gonna, all gonna win. You can all win, you know, and that's the generosity tree also mm-hmm. allows that. To, everybody's a winner, you know, and they love mm-hmm.
0: it. Well, I'm a whiner, so that, that <laughs> counts, right? Uh, what about uh, unique and custom designs, an organization that's uh, our logo or our theme is, our, our, our color scheme is purple, you know, or, this, um, or at least if not customizing, customizing design and logo, at least like colors and this sort of stuff.
1: I have customized a few in the past. Um, I, um, I try not to do it because we need to think of um, all of the guests. Um, they probably don't want to wear their logo every day, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's nice, but um, I, I, I believe that everybody's looking for something classic, um, something that is casual that they can wear with everything. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a possibility, but um, not so much. We can well, do what,
2: it. what you may do is like, for example, Eliza's um, new um, design with the butterflies, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm supporting summit counseling the end of this month and they're, um, they're going with butterfly theme this year. Everything's butterflies. Their invitation. Yes. they um, so I suggested let's put some of our butterfly bracelets and butterfly necklaces. I'm wearing one today, um, in the auction because it matches. Yeah, the yes.
1: Butterfly. And every piece of it jewelry has a small butterfly, butterfly
2: too. And then there's colors. We do have, um, topaz and sapphires and um, citrines mm-hmm. and s- often those colors may match those organizations mm-hmm. or so um, we have for example we're supporting a breast cancer organization we have little pink you know stones mm-hmm. so I said so let me put more of those in the generosity tree and hearts um, and hearts maybe you know if for the hardest mm-hmm. we we can you know tweak that and um, but Elisa creates the designs pretty far in advance and manufacturing those and bringing them here um, in the volume that we have to keep up with the demand. Um, yes. It's, we, we wouldn't be um, optimizing our business. If we ordered a one-off or two off item, we have exactly. to in a volume.
0: All right. All right now, are are yeah. you the only designer?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. I work mm-hmm. with a team in Italy and um, I create the designs. They just price it up and give me 12 different choices. Yeah, I am so grateful, uh, I'll mention this, I work with the um, high-end uh, manufacturers that um, make the brands for Hermes, Gucci, Prada. So we get to have the same quality at a very reasonable price to pass on to the organizations because they love what I do. They give me a break even further because they know um, we're not uh, in it for profits. So we pass all of that to, of the nonprofit organizations and they're so amazing. They um, go above and beyond to make sure that the quality is excellent, price is low, and I order a lot. (laughs) (laughs) When we talk about demand, Seth, I don't know how to tell you this, but from 2019, we did about 200 something, some events that year, Victoria, between East and West. We're doing 700 this year. And, and you're
0: cloning each other, right? It's, because this it's is just the two of you, yes, right? Yes, just yes, yes. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll talk all about that. Um, wow. <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing, but we're prepared for it. We have so much demand. I receive emails and inquiries every day. I can barely keep up with um, returning emails, but we're on it. Uh, nonprofit organizations have a greater need for donations because of what happened, and businesses are not um, able to donate. Uh, straight out gift certificates or products. So I'm glad that we can fill in that need at, at a great price point between 50 and $200. Um, we um, strive to continue to keep our prices low even though the silver is a little high and um, precious metals. Um, but we um, decided that we can clone ourselves in this way. We uh, redesigned the packaging. So when they receive the uh, items, they will see the name, which we give in advance, it's right here, it's a sticker. And then they open up the box and the jewelry is inside. So they just lift this insert, let me see if I can do it. And they pop it up. And this way, it's easy, it's displayed, super simple. At the end of the night, they just put it back, close it and designate it to the winner. So um, we realized that our growth is tremendous and we needed to make sure we don't say no to anyone. So we uh, now ship from San Diego to all of the organizations in the United States, um, free shipping, directly to them 10 days in advance, so they have it in time for their event. They display it, and then after the fact we reconcile and let us know what's sold. The majority sells out, no question, maybe one or two here and there return to us, but we're able to provide as many items as they need to as many organizations that request our service. And it's all consignment. We do not charge a penny up front. It's no risk for them. We're happy to be doing this. To be able to so far, uh, we're more um, aware of the fact that we're not going to be able to provide for every single one. So we're trying to be better at vetting um, these nonprofits um, to be a um, to be an honest conversation. Yes, I'm happy to ship you a box full of items if you feel that you will be able to um you know move them sell them so that you don't we don't have hundreds and hundreds of packages out there at one time but uh, we're happy to fill in that gap and uh, we'll do as much as possible to never have to say no to them
2: on local and locally in Atlanta, Seth, of course, I would be there. You'd see me there. Yes. And, um, and in San Diego and area, Aliza um, would be there. But I think the silver lining during this pandemic is that the evolution of what we've done has developed into being able to ship and mm-hmm. realizing that because all of these nonprofits turned pivoted and turned to virtual au- online auctions, and we realized shipping mm-hmm. um, could happen. And then they were reaching out to where you fly to Michigan where you come here and Aliza and right. figured out that she could create a box that offered this the display inside the box and it was simple mm-hmm. as shipping it to the organization and letting them open the box themselves and there could be that situation for us even locally Seth because there's only myself and I do have someone an associate that helps me and Aliza has an associate that helps her with larger events, we both need someone there to help us. There's a lot of people that want to give off the, you know, give the generosity tree and we help the organizations, not only with the setup, but with the checkout. So when the patron comes and they have the runners, we make sure they get the right items. We make sure that um, the people know how to bid on mobile bidding. So they check in and then they walk around with their phones and they don't know how to use the mobile bidding. And we've, we've become quite the experts oh. at mobile bidding oh, so we can offer assistance. We're supporting the organizations there. So I think our, our value is very difficult to monitor to really put into a number sometimes. But, um, mm-hmm. I think we do add value by, um, it, that's maybe not even, you know, you can't justify with numbers, but
0: that's right. There. Yeah. You're up in the yeah. bids, not just on your items, but on all the items there. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's a big, that's a big piece. Um, is there anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to share with everyone today?
1: I would add one thing. Uh, We're so grateful to uh, announce that we opened the United Kingdom. We have an office in London, Winchester area. And if anybody knows of uh, an organization that needs support, please reach out to us for our website, Jewelsurveypurpose.com. There's a form that you fill out. We're happy to uh, support those organizations and um, just get that market running because it's no different from what's happening here. I'm sure there's a greater need Um, in Europe than here even. So, and the second thing I'd like to share, which we're very excited about, we created a Shopify site. It's gonna be um, named shopgiveback.com. It's not on yet, but it will be turned on in a couple of days. This site will be a place where the guests and the supporters of any of those nonprofit organizations that we work with wanna go and shop maybe get a gift uh, for a daughter or maybe something that they want to donate to an event, we will give 20% back to the organization of their choice. So that will be a great component to our business and it will be a fundraising opportunity throughout the year. Aside from their gala or luncheon, um, the organizations can send the email to their a list of um, um, guests, right? Uh, Followers. And there you go. Um, They can shop and we just sent a big check for 20% of everything.
0: Before I let you all go, I have to ask, is there, uh, so I always, I always ask my guests to recommend a future guest. And is there a nonprofit, we're gonna go back to nonprofits now, is there a nonprofit organization that's innovative in the Atlanta area that you'd like to recommend to be a guest on Coffee Connections?
2: It's innovative. Well, there's a lot of innovative um, and particularly those that have been able to pivot during the pandemic and have been creative. But um, I there's so many that I just really adore that I think really sincerely have a heartfelt, um, you know, attachment to the organization. And one of them is curing kids cancer. Mm -hmm. And Grania Owen is just a spectacular woman who founded the organization out of the loss of her son and has done amazing things um, for the research for children that have specific cancer that her son um, had. had. And um, also I just, I think um, Georgia ovarian cancer, uh, Doug Barron is amazing. Um, I've lost my bonus mom to ovarian cancer and a lot of women have uh, um, survived and been able to live due to their, um, their organization is just amazing. So that's just a couple that come to mind. I've got a lot more, so let me know. If
0: you uh, need any more, Seth. Thanks for having you all. Um, and again, go to jewelswithapurpose.com. Check out their jewelry, their information, and um, and feel free to reach out to them if you're just curious about how to raise money. Uh, and using, you know, the no risk is is a great solution. Also, when you got to beef up your auction for different items, you know, you learned here today all the benefits of having professionals there. So uh, thank you ladies so much. Uh, just as a reminder, everyone coming up next week, I'm out. I'm at the CAI certified auctioneer Institute, a three-year auctioneer program to, you know, better myself in the industry. And of course, provide better quality for my uh, clients. Uh, but we'll be back the week after on the 29th, closing March out with first step staffing um, the 31st with a, uh, Hosea helps the daughter of civil rights leader. That's right. Uh, Elizabeth is going to be joining us. I'm really excited about that. Uh, and then April, we've got uh women's resource center. We've got Trinity stables. We've got the Georgia lions lighthouse foundation and kids boost. So lots coming up. Thanks everyone. Have a wonderful day.